Tienes mucho en tus manos. Pero con solo mover un dedo puedes dar marcha atrás con Pro Trailer Backup Assist disponible. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Ya sea que estés trabajando al máximo o divirtiéndote al máximo. Esta camioneta te respalda porque está hecha para ser una parte indispensable de tu equipo. Fuerza así de inteligente solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. Timmy, Nebraska, may or may not be here for the last time. Who knows? This is episode 30, so we all have drinks. Although Timmy already finished his. Yeah, we're up for a refill. <laughs> call upstairs, call upstairs. <laughs> we need Delivery. a dumb waiter. We're a little elevator, dumb yeah, little drink right. waiter. Oh, yeah. We'll get to everything else, first and foremost. What are we smoking today, sir? So today... <coughs> Just a little bit. We're going to dive into the world of uh, infused cigars. Now, these are um, cigars are uh, labeled or they're called Bahama Mama cigars. Now, I spent a lot of time in the Bahamas. Actually, I could almost say that I lived in the Bahamas. My ex-wife is from the Bahamas, and all my in-laws, ex-in-laws, are from the Bahamas. I bet you've got some great stories. Yeah, but that's another another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> another podcast. But these are basically, uh, so they're infused with um, Bahamian rum. Uh, so I just thought it'd be a good idea to, you know, um, a lot of times... You know, infused cigars kind of get a little, uh, I'm not going to say a bad rap, but people say, oh, I don't want to, you know, smoke any infused cigars. But there's some, there's some really diff, uh, some really, you know, decent ones that are out, out there. So this one and everyone, we have two different types that we're smoking. One is, uh, called the Bardstone. And one is called the Freeport. I got the Freeport. What do you have? I got a Freeport also. What yeah. do you have? I have a Bardstone. The Freeport is infused with rum, and the Bardstone is infused with bourbon. Wow. And so what I like about these, though, is that you get uh, um, you get just a little bit, a hint of it. You know, it's not over. Subtle. Yeah. 
you know? So I've had I kinda, some flavored cigar. That's the same thing as an infused cigar? Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh-huh. sometimes I see why you went right to the subtleness, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's overwhelming, Yeah. right? There's too much flavor. I'm not mm-hmm. really into flavored cigars. Yeah. Although every once in a while, I'll smoke the Eileen's Dream by CAO. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, that's super subtle. It's like a white. Irish cream kind of thing. Yeah, white truffle. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. And it's, but it's super subtle. It's not really overbearing. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, you're right. This is subtle. <coughs> you just mm-hmm. barely taste the rum to it. And, you know, sometimes if you can find a good match, you know, with an infused cigar, like, you know, you're like, oh, you know what? Try this with... Bananas and peanut butter. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know what the combo is. But. Well, I bet that one would go well with whiskey or bourbon. Because mm-hmm. it's bourbon infused. <coughs> this one probably goes well with a rum and coke or some sort of rum drink. Yeah. Although Could I'm be. doing it backwards because I'm drinking Jack Daniels and smoking the rum infused cigar. Right. Right. But it's really just flavor. There's no like alcohol mm-hmm. content or anything no. here. You know, it's just, no. just the taste. Mm-mm. So. It's a subtle sweetness to it, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and some people, uh, there's people I know, and that's all they smoke. They, they don't. I think you know, Tim. By now, you've kind of what has it been? Six weeks, seven. God, seven. I think this is seven. Seven weeks. You can kind of note notice the subtleties to the tobacco flavor in each one of the cigars, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, a lot of people, um, they, you know, migrate more towards a flavor. You know, yeah. uh, not a, you know, blended, you know, profile. They're like, uh, give me one that tastes like, uh, you know, um, hot sauce. I don't know, you know, just whatever. I mean, just. <laughs> we should edit that out of the podcast. Because if we want to put out a hot sauce infused cigar, uh-huh. that would sell. True. <laughs> you know, I think you could do like the rum infused cigar with like a, like a palm, like a coconut, like a palm mm-hmm. wrap. Would be mm-hmm. good. There you go. Because mm-hmm. like they have those like, the pre-fill like wraps, the palm wrap, palm yeah. wraps, and they they're like a sweet flavor. It might go well with like a mm-hmm. rum infused cigar. And it's got a good burn to it. Um, it's burning well. Um, you know, it's uh, some infused cigars when you get up to the Toro size and uh, Greg and and I are smoking the Toro size. You're smoking the Robusto, a smaller size, Tim. And a lot of times with the infused cigars, because of the way that they infuse the um, cigars, they, there's, I won't get into that, but the way that they do it sometimes uh, works against the structure of the cigar. So when you start to smoke it, it collapses, it tunnels hot and different other things, you know. Uh, but this is burning really, really nice. And it's got a good burn. Uh, Bahama Mama is... Uh, cigars are out of uh, <coughs> North Carolina, um, and they used to uh, they used to be in the uh, cigar one hundred. I forgot how it was described to me. The cigar one hundred business, the cigar one thousands business, basically. It's like the Fortune 500 for cigars? No, it's, uh, I'm sure that I'm mentioning that wrong, so I apologize, but what it is is uh, the Phillies, the Swishers, the, so it's the smaller cigars. Oh, I, the Cigarillos, or the even smaller sizes. Um, yeah, but this is like a specific, you know, type um, that 
the swishers and whatnot fall that they fall into. Okay. Um, they used to have a cigar called uh, Tatiana's. I think I believe it's called Tatiana's, and they had a lot of different flavors, a lot like the uh, Cao uh, Moon Trance, the Eileen's Dream, the Bella Vanilla, the Honey, the uh, Cherry Mom that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty much the same thing. It's just that. Um, they walked away from it because regulation and regulations that are coming out um, are so against that sector of tobacco. Because they feel like the flavored ones are more attractive mm-hmm. to young people? Absolutely. Makes mm-hmm. sense, I guess. I, I understand their mm-hmm. point. And that maybe I don't agree with it. That's yeah. besides the point. So they went uh, straight to the premium cigars, the larger sizes. So they don't even do the smaller sizes anymore. Okay. Um, and Bahama Mama is definitely uh, one of uh, their brand or one of their brands. So um, we don't have very very many infused cigars here in the lounge. So this is I want to thank uh, the company Bahama Mama for actually Bahama Mama Cigars for actually sending uh, these cigars to us to try out on the podcast. Um, but uh, not really sure if, uh, you know, we will start bringing in um, these cigars or not. So if any of our listeners um, have a thought on that, they can uh, send us an email or get to us on social media. And Contact at BetYourAsh.com or at BetYourAshPod on Instagram and Twitter. Absolutely. And if other cigar companies want to send us cigars, absolutely. Come on now, let's go. That's the reason we got into yeah. this podcasting game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. For what's the what's the cigar swag term again? Squag. Mm-hmm. Squag. Swag with a C. Squag. <laughs> Part of the reason that I I even tried the Eileen Stream in the first place, and and it's pretty good, and I like it, but. We have a very good friend who, um, who we were we were groomsmen in his wedding, and uh-huh. his mom passed away a few years ago. But her name was Eileen, uh-huh. and so I saw that once on a menu at um, somewhere, uh-huh. and I was like, "Well, let me try that cigar because it's named after my buddy's mom. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was pretty cool, and uh, uh, and it's pretty good. And he likes smaller." machine rolled cigars like that mm-hmm. like manufactured little small ones yeah so I think maybe next time he visits I'll get him a box or something or get a couple for him you know one for him to try or something he's moving to Atlanta we have to go visit him he's moving to Atlanta congratulations to Mr. Foreman and his, and his wife Jim she cool too before we get into anything else there's something that's really on my mind mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw this but the other day was the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. yes. <coughs> Eight kids, one or something? Right? What kind of fucking bullshit is that, right? Yeah. I had a little action on one of those little fuckers, and all of a sudden it's a drop. <laughs> I had action on one of the ones with glasses on. I don't even know which one. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been in a spelling bee? I've never been in a spelling bee, you too? nor have I ever been I in a spelling bee. I've, I have been in a spelling bee before. Yeah. I was a kid. Did you that, miss? That's second. That was, was a pretty good speller back in the day. I was on like you know the quiz bowl kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know they have the national quiz bowl teams and stuff. Yeah. 
I would uh, kind of that trivia kind of stuff. Greg knows I have tons of useless knowledge, just oh, wow. absolutely useless except for trivia bullshit things. You know, <laughs> you should get on Jeopardy. Especially if a category Mark Nebraska comes up, he'll know. Yeah, that. Have all the answers. Uh, for that's his thing. That's his favorite. I was uh, I was uh, in a spelling bee and doing very well. And um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. What was the word that got you? It wasn't the word. It was my stomach um, because I sharted. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was bad. It was oh bad. man! It was embarrassing. Maybe I should call for another drink. This might yeah. be an don't, interesting podcast. Don't, don't <laughs> sing the song. Don't sing the song. I, I did. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just. Hey, I mean, have you ever? That's something that we could talk about. It doesn't matter if you were 10 or 11. doesn't matter if you were 20, 21, 30, 31, 40, 41, 50, 51. doesn't make a difference. You're most, you, you could be alone, fully removed from all the people that this occurred in front of, but your most embarrassing moment that you just can't get out of your head. You can't get it out. You know, I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, you're never gonna forget it. Yeah, I had my 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 uh, my classmate Malcolm was up on the stage. Yes, it it was it I made it to the district. So the all the elementary schools in the district, I was there. Right. So we're having the spelling bee, and the next was gonna be you know I think regional or I don't know. You got all these different levels before you even get somewhere. Um, so this was just district and, um, yeah, I just let one out and my boy Malcolm says, oh, that sounds wet. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. And I don't think, the good thing is, is, you know, I knew it. And my parent, my parents knew it once I got off the stage. You know, Malcolm knew right away. Oh, he knew, (laughs) he knew, because he was sitting right up front, right, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We should get Malcolm on the phone to tell the story. (laughs) I love it. Hear his version. Do you remember the word that got you, and when you were in the spelling bee? I don't, man. I don't. Um, How did they run out of words? How do you just stop? They went. They went on for. For like four hours, something like that, right? Wasn't it like a ridiculous amount of time that just smart kids, all man. eight kids just kept getting all the words right? Man, there's a lot of words out there, man. Yeah, he could have kept them. Well, they're all. I I thought that they should start like you know finding words that are like tricky, but that's like against their policies. Tricky. T r i c k y. Tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I thought they they start they just start selecting words to try to eliminate some people instead of like the random generated like it's list. Tricky. I think all those words are tricky. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it. words. <laughs> but then, but I guess what you so if they follow a certain format or something that allows them to study for the words, eh, you know, that might be might be good. It might have a lot to do with your memory, yeah. recall memory. You know, it's true. When they're young, man, they can remember oh, everything. Oh yeah, yeah. So the other thing I wanted to bring up before we got into this today, Joshua's a flop. Sorry, did I say that? Right? Who's Josh? Oh, you're funny. 
We'll get to that. We can talk about that. Anthony Joshua. Uh, he, not a flop. Uh, what's it called? A dive. He took a dive? He took a dive. Well, if, if he did take a dive, he took it four times. You know, I wanted to... He was, sold it, at least. You yeah. know? Because, it wasn't like he just went down third. Yeah. He really sold it. I mean, because the thing is, the thing is, I wanted to find out who the heck is Andy Ruiz. Well, he's been around forever. He's got a ton of knockouts. He's only lost once, I think, or maybe it was a draw. Actually, mm-hmm. no, I he think has, he, has, I mean, he has one loss. He has one loss, mm-hmm. but it's like ninety percent of his wins have been by knockout. He's the first Mexican heavyweight to have the the belt, which is mm-hmm. pretty impressive considering Mexican the Mexican community is like the biggest the biggest boxing you know se- segment of the boxing world these days, you know. Um, but they're not real big people. But the, well, he well, is. <laughs> he's a big boy. Well, you know, he he's not. He he wins a lot of knockouts. He doesn't look like the kind of guy that's trying to go twelve rounds. You know. Right, right. Well, they're gonna have a rematch or two. I'm oh sure. yeah, it was in the contract before. I think they already got the rematch. Yeah, yeah oh, the okay. rematch is already like yeah. being worked. So out. I wonder why he won. <laughs> well, he was he was like a, he was like plus eleven hundred. Plus win. eleven to win, man. Eleven to one. If you'd put a hundred dollars, I'd be handing you eleven hundred. You put a thousand, you get eleven thousand. Yep, it's that you easy. Put yeah, ten thousand, et cetera. Yeah, you get a hundred and ten thousand. That would have been nice. I have that never. That would have been a fat. Bag. I've never placed a ten thousand dollar wager. That's a, that's yeah. a little beyond. That's a little beyond my limits. Just a bit. Yeah. For me as well, but I, you know, the thing is, is that you know, with a, I mean, I've done some boxing in you know in my time and. You know, the thing with boxing is, man, it's opportunity. I mean, he probably got concussed in that first night. I mean, if we look at this in a legitimate format, it is very possible that Anthony Joshua got concussed in that very first uh, knockdown situation. situation. Did you yeah. watch the fight? When they, no, I watched didn't. The so I, I, watched, the I watched the fight. Uh-huh. Um, and it looked like Joshua was gassed. Like, it looked like he was just not ready to fight anymore after mm. the, like, the fourth round. I think it was the fourth round. He got, was one of the knockdowns, and he got up and he couldn't mouth the words to the ref. Mm-hmm. He was just gassed and breathing hard. And it was like, man, it's over for that guy. Like he, I'm surprised he didn't call it sooner because he yeah. couldn't. He yeah. couldn't defend himself. Seems to me that once, once the original opponent dropped out and they said you're going to fight Andy Ruiz instead, he was like, awesome, <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. fantastic, good for me. Yeah. And he didn't take it that serious. He didn't take it serious. Right? I bet you he does next one though. Oh, man. I bet you he gets that belt right back in the rematch. Man, he's going to come out focused. I suspect he'll come out yeah. focused. Yeah. And just protect that glass jaw a little bit. I mean, you got to give props to Ruiz. Oh, yeah. Ruiz Anybody, you, any boxer that wins a belt, yeah. you get props. Yes. Man, like, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, good for you. You think that Ruiz is probably a pretty heavy underdog in the rematch? Yeah, oh, just yeah, because sure. how boxing lines work. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he probably is still, you know, maybe, maybe he's a 5 to 1 in the rematch. So what I was going to say before we get into the basketball is this Friday I'm DJing an event at a clothing store in Rhino called The Lion's Share. Really cool spot. Really cool spot. And the proprietor of the, of the shop, it's a little clothing boutique, uh, it's on Blake Street. Come through if you're not doing anything and you're in Denver. Complimentary adult beverages, yada, yada, yada. Um... The, the proprietor of the shop listened to our very first podcast, episode zero, where we were deciding what to name the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he hit me up after he listened to it. He was His response was, 
You guys are very funny. There's a lot of cool you know, energy mm-hmm. between you, etc. So, but I'm really happy you didn't choose the name Ashes and Ascots. <laughs> so I thought that was awesome that you listened in general, and uh, and it recorded that he, uh, you know, he he approved of our name selection. Um, yeah, so it was a process. It was a process. We got through it. And if anybody would like to go back and listen to episodes episode zero or any of the other episodes of Bet Your Ash, it's available on iTunes and Google Play and a bunch of different other streaming services so check it out and we're gonna have a new website up soon too that you'll be able to kind of scroll back and or check the archives on there too so if you're ever in denver colorado in the capitol hill area we got just the place for you to hang out capital cigars it's 919 east colfax and it's right in between the fillmore and the ogden and there's a ton going on in this part of town and uh you should come hang out. Absolutely. We had a full selection of cigars. Uh, we also have a bar. Um, you come in from time to time. You might see Greg or myself. Yeah. So come have a cigar with us and say hi. You guys know anything about basketball? I've heard of this game. We were, we were all right, kind of, last week when we said the Warriors would take one. No, I was, I was wrong. I admit, I was wrong. I thought you had Warriors in game one. Uh, oh, okay. I think I was the only one that said that. Toronto would get both? Yeah, the first one. So, I mean, I didn't have them both right, I, I, but my rationale, like my, my whole approach was on point. Bet a little bit on game one, and if you lose, go much bigger on game two. Oh, you yeah. crushed both those games. Good job. <laughs> I crushed the yes. second one. Big time, big time. And then doubled up at <coughs> halftime, which was nice. They were they were winning or controlling the game for a good portion of the game. Yeah, they were up thirteen at half. Yeah, that was incredible. So or ten or something at half or whatever. So four and a half tonight. Warriors minus four and a half at home. Mm. Game three. Game three. In Golden State, I suspect Golden State comes out and plays really well, but they're the they, underdog. No, they're the favorites. Oh, we home. still don't know if Clay's playing. Yet, yeah, right? that's the thing. They got a ton of injuries, and now Looney's out for the rest of the the series, and mm. we don't know if Kevin Durant's coming back in this series, and now Clay Thompson's banged up. Mm-hmm. Boogie Cousins. I mean, he played two games. I don't know if he's going to be tired or beat up. Or and he played great in game two, though. Well, the second half, really great. The second half, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Bogut on the court getting minutes. I mean, they really. I mean, they got. A, they're playing that bench. They might. They might need to sign Neil. You <laughs> McKinney, know, I mean? McKinney's going to get a lot of minutes signed too. Going to have to. I mean, he's going to have to step it up. Yeah, he's every. Quinn Cook might have a, a kind of breakout game. Marilyn Terrapin. Nope, Duke. Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook's from Duke. Are you sure? I would bet you that right now. I don't gamble. <laughs> I don't gamble often enough. Oh, wait, you're right. He did go to Duke. Who was that? Oh, irrelevant. So, Quinn Cook's probably getting a ton of minutes. Steph is going to have to really have a great game, I think. I think a great bet for a prop bet is Steph over, I think it's is it 29 and a half. I'll actually look real fast. Yeah, that could be a good bet because yeah. I suspect he'll be in the 30s, high 30s. Mm-hmm. He, might, he might put 40 on them. He might get a 40 burger. Um, I think that... Back in, like, 
the return to Golden State, the fans, everything, the fact that he 40s courtside instead of Drake, like they're gonna, I think they're gonna put it on him. I think they jump out to a big lead and they they keep it that way. I know. Oh wow, over thirty three and a half. I still like it. Yeah, it's a big number, but I think it's a good bet. Yeah, yeah I still like that. I'm actually I'm gonna put a little spot on that. <laughs> I uh, I I wonder. If there's going to be a big enough swing, if Clay doesn't play, and if they do lose, uh, will they be the favorites come game four? If Clay is hurt and doesn't, I mean, if he plays and loses or he looks bad and Durant's maybe not, maybe still not coming back, maybe they'll be the underdog at home, which is rare for the Warriors, obviously, in the last, you know, five years. I the, the real bet of the day, though, right? This is my favorite bet in basketball to make ever. Is <laughs> a double result to take the tie at halftime, and then you have to make two bets because you take the tie at halftime, and then for both teams to win. So if you the tie, you for sure win, and it's like plus 1,800. So one bet is tied halftime, Golden State wins. The other bet is tied halftime, Toronto wins. The tie at halftime, Toronto wins is plus twenty two hundred, and the and the one with the the Warriors is eighteen hundred. Either way, you get the tie at halftime. You're paid. Hey, hey, that's the bet of the day. That's my right, move. Well, I'm cheering for you. So I am. We, we we really want the tie at halftime. I have this weird feeling that one of these games in 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 Oakland is going to be a buzzer beater. A Warriors winning by buzzer beater type situation. And so because of that, I'm just betting the Warriors on the money line and not to cover the points. Hmm. Um, I just think that, like like Kawhi's done a few times throughout the playoffs, I think Steph's good for one of those. Hmm. One in some sort of game-winning, you know, three-pointer. Mm-hmm. Or two pointer or whatever. So you know, I just think that it's a buzzer beater type situation, a one shot difference. So I'm just betting the Warriors on the money line. Um, my real my real question for you guys is: now that it's tied one one after two, what are your thoughts on the series? Like I know there's all these. Variables with injuries. Does Kevin Durant come back for Game Four? Does Clay play three or four or whatever? How does Boogie hold up, etc.? Mm-hmm. But how do we see the rest of the series playing out? I mean, it's kind of lining up like the Raptors can win the title, right? Like with all the problem with the Warriors, is lining up kind of perfectly for Toronto to take the series. Now, I, 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 by, I don't think that's going to happen, but it makes a lot of sense. Well, this is, if you were to sit down and try to figure out how Toronto gets it, this is part of the story, right? This is part, you know, a couple injuries, a couple key injuries on the Warriors, and Toronto. Well, you know, and we talked about that when we thought the Nuggets would play the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, was that, you know, the Nuggets can compete with the Warriors, and, you know, maybe maybe a couple, maybe a key injury here or there. The Nuggets can steal a series, and now we see these injuries happen where yeah. maybe the Raptors can steal a series. But Kawhi seems a little banged up too. Although he's been banged up all playoffs and still putting up thirty points. Dude, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, 
I didn't give Kawhi enough credit before this little run they've had. Because, like, mm-hmm. all year long, you know, Kawhi, I mean, we all know Kawhi's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's really made it a, a personal mission to, like, lead the team to wins. And, like, like Neil said before, Durant or no Durant, he's probably the best player on the floor. And, like, I didn't really give him that credit oh, until yeah. recently, I guess. I, mm-hmm. I was a little behind the boat, I guess. Yeah. I was a little, no, a little he's slow. A, he's a good – and, you know, the thing is, is it's a long series. But you remember the Kawhi effect when he was in San Antonio and they were in the playoffs against Nicola City. Yeah, when he got injured, yeah. that's when the Warriors won. But he looked great in that series. That was oh, yeah. the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. right, a couple years ago. Yeah. And then the one year, I mean, he's an NBA Finals MVP. I mean, he's no, you know, he's... he's when, when he was 22, he was a Finals MVP. Yeah. Which is incredible in the first place. They showed this clip um, a couple times recently on ESPN, so places that, of Kawhi Leonard checking into the game in the Finals, and LeBron James at the free throw line. And LeBron gets the ball and bounces the ball real hard, and you can just see it on his face. Saying shit, man, like he's coming back in to guard me again. He yeah. was just seemed so frustrated. Yeah. He's just so good on both ends of the court, man. He'll mm-hmm. go get you the, the basket you need, and then he'll shut down whoever is being effective. But I still think, I still think the Warriors win this series. And I think, although I have a little wager on on, on the Raptors because I like the payoff. I, I placed it before the Eastern Conference Finals that they win it all. Um, so I like the payoff there, but the fact is, I just <coughs> I think the Warriors are good, man. They're the best oh, coach. Yeah. It's just such a good team. The and odds of it going seven is is greatly increased now. Oh, I think the Warriors win in five or six. To be honest, Still? probably six. Back in win it back in in California, but you're you know, I thought that the the Raptors really needed to get both games at at home to get to Game Seven. But we'll see, man. I'm I'm excited to watch the game tonight. I mean, the Clippers were stealing games from the Warriors at home. Yeah. And the I mean, the Warriors haven't had a great home stretch in the playoffs, really. So either this is the time that they show up at home and just kind of take care of business, or um, you know, if they slough off and let them take this game tonight, the Warriors are in a bad spot, kind of, yeah. with all the injuries. They're they're in a tough spot. I think the Warriors probably win tonight. Yeah, I, I don't know the if they cover the four and a half. But. Yeah, I think they definitely win tonight, and I think they. Um, I think it's likely they take the series down. I think if you're gonna bet the side, taking the plus four and a half is probably the smart move. Yeah, I can see that. I, I like my Warriors money line, but I like the over two thirteen. I think that's a pretty low number still. I had it in. Game one, and they made it at 213. Game two, I had the under also lost. Yeah. Huh. I like that 213, actually. I think that one of the big things that all the injuries do is they lower the defensive defensive intensity of the team. So I think Toronto will score tonight. And I think the Warriors like to show out at home because they feed off their crowd. So yeah. I think the I'm I'm coming off airplane mode right now. I like I kind of like that uh, that overwager. Um, I think that that could really that could really be a two fourteen. I guess it is now went up went up a point, and now it's minus four instead of four and a half is the current line as of this moment. 
going it's going down. That's crazy. That's wild. Um, are you gonna stay here and watch the game with me after uh, we record the podcast? I think I think that's the plan, man. I think we should watch upstairs. That'll be a good time. I know you guys aren't big soccer fans, <laughs> but both Copa America and the Gold Cup are about to start. In fact, I love I love the bet on soccer. Do you remember when we well. went? Speaking of Mr. Foreman for his bachelor party, we were we were I was betting all the Jamaica and the yeah, and yeah. then right that was that was the Gold Cup. The yeah, Gold okay. Cup is just North America. Um, I like the United States to crush this year. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to dominate if they have to match up against Mexico, etc. But and they have a new coach, they're motivated to win. You know, but there's a couple games that are here, Denver. And we should go. Cuba and Martinique are playing, and Canada and Mexico are playing. And I think that would be fun, man. I would like to go. Um, but more importantly, the Gold Cup is Copa America, because that's all the South American teams. There's this little country wedged in between Argentina and Brazil, <laughs> and they have a very, very rich soccer history, and I happen to be a big supporter of Uruguay. And I got Uruguay at a pretty good payoff, pretty good, pretty good odds to win Copa America. They have these two starters of uh, attacks that are just fantastic. In fact, rumor has it one of them, who might be a cannibal, named, <laughs> his name's Luis Suarez. Everybody, he he bikes the bike guys when he's mad at them. <laughs> that was during that during our time in Vegas for the bachelor yeah, party. He's there also was, there's this guy that we read or read about no, that that bet on whether he was gonna bite someone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he won the fucking bet. He it won. was crazy. I that was a different year. It wasn't while we were there, I but because oh, it? it was during the World Cup. Oh, okay, yeah, you're guy. right. You're he's right. Been, he's been a guy for World Cup. Any bit of guy uh, in league play too. Uh, he's it's not unheard of for him to bite people. But the rumor has it he might be signing with um, Inter-Miami, which is David Beckham's new MLS team in Miami. Uh, And if that happens, I'm getting, they call it a kit. We call it a jersey, but they call it a kit in soccer. Um, But Ben Uruguay to win Copa America. I figured I'd I'd let everybody know because it's going down. Yeah. What's your payout for the Copa America bet here? I think it's 8-1. to I'd have to double check. I think it was eight to one. If this NBA Finals is over in five, right? Because tonight's game three, game four would be Friday, game five would be Sunday. If it ends in five, we don't have to deal with Tim anymore. The other guy ain't coming back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but if it goes six next week, I think we'll be just like this. We'll be having a, maybe we'll be recording a podcast right before and then right before game six. Right before yeah. game six, so we may or may not see Tim again before next next NBA playoffs. But I figure that was worth so. I might just we'll come anyway. Just show <laughs> up. What's up, when guys? We, when we uh, start reviewing curling. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we should do a field trip. Because they got a curling center. The Colorado Curling Center, yeah, in Golden. It's pricey, apparently. Um, in case you don't come back, though. Uh, you know, just so I'm, I'm standing on the record, literally, because mm-hmm. there's a microphone on. I've been going through some shit in the last few weeks, and I want to thank you both for being super supportive and awesome to me while I've gone through that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. 
So thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Really. And also, I've, I've, you know, I, I, I make jokes about it all the time. I can't, <laughs> can't wait to get rid of you, but I've enjoyed you coming in and talking basketball with us through the playoffs. No, it's been fun. It's, and been I, fun. Um, it's kind of been just a, a scheduled weekly thing now. Yeah. I just plan on Wednesday at 4.30. Well, you know, whether we meet next week or not, like I hope, I hope you come back next year for the NBA playoffs because it was fun. I might just start coming to Capital Cigar on Wednesdays at 4.30 every week anyway because well, it's just kind of... It's part of your routine now. As you guys say, it's the place to be. It is the place to be. It's on 919 West Colfax, and it's uh, the premiere. It's, it's East yeah. Colfax. That's what I meant. <laughs> Even I know the address. I've heard, the, I've heard this skit so many times. Regardless, <laughs> it's the premiere cigar lounge in, in, in the state of Colorado. Absolutely. We're coming live from the, the studio level. Mm-hmm. Um. Am I forgetting anything? What else is going on? This is summer boring. Baseball's stupid. I don't can't wait for football to start. I mean, the Dodgers are killing it, as expected. Baseball. You know, the the I took an early uh, early season NFL bet today because I like it a lot, and it's not just because I hate the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I bet on the Raiders. To beat the Broncos in Week One today, small wager, not a not a big thing because there's luck could happen still, you know. No faith in Flacco, huh? <laughs> I it's not really about Flacco as much as it is about the Broncos' new defensive style and how the Raiders play. That if the Broncos are in their base three four defense, then there there's no pass rushers to get around the corner. It's easier to fight those guys off and the. Raiders tackles are like 6'8", 330. They're giants. Yeah, and that's like where they are invested. If you're in a 4'3", the then there's no space. They'll get beat up the line. But if they're in a 3'4", like, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's not Lee Phillips uh, anymore. Fan, fan Gino or Fangione or whatever. Fangione. Yeah. yeah I from, whatever. Broncos' new head coach. From Chicago. From Chicago. Neil should know his name. He's a Chicago. Uh, Who cares? You know, this is from Chicago. Anyway, Vic Vic Fangioni or whatever his name is, Mm -hmm. his defense is not really designed to get the pass rushers off. And if you're going to drop Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb into coverage, you're going to get killed. (laughs) Well, once this uh, basketball stuff's over, Neil and I are going to do a couple weeks of some some football preview. Setting up the... We're going to talk about regular season wins and who wins the the divisions and stuff like that. Right. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll do uh, maybe like two divisions an episode. So we'll stretch oh, it out. Cool. Rather That way we can kind of get deep into each rather than run through everything, you know, in one mm-hmm. episode. That'll be fun. I'm ready for football to start. I was going to ask you, Tim, do you bet more basketball? Um. Yeah, probably. I, I, I like basketball a lot. Basketball is like my favorite sport, probably. I love to bet on baseball. I love to watch baseball, but um, it's hard betting on baseball is a is a tough, tough thing. To do. There's so many games, man. Oh, yeah. you, if you're if you're dialed in, you can find spots, but mm-hmm. it's it's just such a commitment. Well, and part of that, you know, like you think in basketball how much one player means to a team, and in baseball you don't want to think about that, but with like the Brewers. If if Christian Yelich is taking a day off because he's played you know nine ten games in a row, without Yelich in the lineup, their lineup's not nearly as good. And like 
if you take the bet and then you find out he's sitting that day, you might have just burned yourself. Or, and you don't know. You know. You don't know. I until. mean, it's such a long season, 162 games. He could have just had an argument with his wife that morning or something and just be off that day. Yeah, like, it's like crazy. It's so easy to so I look talk at, yourself into not being 100. You know, yeah, when you're playing a billion games. I looked at the Rockies and the Dodgers schedules quite a bit just to see when the Dodgers are here, so I can go see my my squad play. And um, the Rockies have three days off in June. Three days off. That's it. The entire month? The entire month. They play every day but three days. Wow. And that's a tough. I yeah. mean, it's tough. Yeah, and, you know, you you wonder why for even back in the 70s, everybody was on amphetamines in, in, in baseball or HGH to recover quick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So many games. Like, they talk about, talk about the dog days of summer. You know what I mean? In, the, in baseball. When you have that many games, you're always on a plane, you're always on a bus, you're always in a hotel, you're just nonstop. Yeah, it's a tough nine months for baseball players. They, they get paid fat, though. If you're a great, I mean, the true. baseball players that are great, they get paid. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind making a major league roster. Wouldn't mind making uh, one year of Mike Trout's salary in the next 20 years. It'd be fine to me. I wouldn't mind a 10-day basketball contract. That would solve a lot of problems for me. That's true, too. Um... Yeah, baseball's stupid. But go Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees have a billion players on injured reserve. It's still called, yeah, it's called injured reserve. It's not called the disabled list anymore. Yeah, it's now it's the IL, yeah. yeah. Or the injured, injured list. Yeah. Okay. So the Yankees have a billion players on the injured list, and they're still uh, top of their division. So hopefully as people come back, fresh legs, etc. You're going to get Stanton back in a couple days, probably. Yeah, well, I hope we uh, win the division and... and and, and win the pennant and win the World Series. One of my goals for the baseball season is I'm in uh, Casey Earl Flynn's Fantasy Baseball League. Are you? And uh, I am playing this week, actually. And I'm going to kill him. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> uh, I'm 9-0. And so I have a wager with Casey. 20 bucks, getting 50-1 to 1 odds that I'd go to go undefeated. There's 21 weeks in the baseball fantasy baseball. You're almost season. halfway there. I'm almost halfway. <laughs> Casey's a little stressed about him to lose my bet. Speaking of Casey O'Flynn, is next week Father's Day weekend? Um, or the following week? The sixteenth. Okay, so the following week, mm-hmm. not this weekend, but the next weekend. Next week. So that's the U.S. Open. I'll have Casey on fun coming in to do a little golf talk. That'll be fun. I was like, Casey yeah. and Father's Day. I was like, where's the connection here? <laughs> yeah, it's on Father's Day weekend this year, U.S. Open. Um, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I like golf. What can I say? My guy didn't do so bad last week. I mean, he was in the mix. He could have made a run at it, Hideki Matsuyama, but he took fifth place. I, I did fine. Top Asian, fifth place, won all his matchups. So. It's kind of hypocritical for you to say, oh, baseball, old guy sport, and then talk about how much you like golf. Yeah, well, I don't really say baseball is an old guy sport as much as I say baseball is for old white guys. But I can see how you could say the same thing about golf. Yeah, I, I just like... enjoy gambling on golf. It's a weekend event. You know what I mean? It's a four-day event. There's a billion different ways to gamble on it. Um, I've had some success. I, I've dialed in. I don't have to... You know, I pay attention to the whole season, but I don't... It's not every day. i got to look through 12 games, you know, like baseball. Baseball is a commitment. For guys that gamble on baseball, like, 
every morning they're looking at who's the starting lineups. At they're looking at the numbers. Yeah, it's one of my daily routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. go look through the baseball matchups um, either late the night before or early the next morning and see what I like. Yeah. And, you so, know, a part of betting on baseball, too, is it's not just who's the winner, but um, you find value in underdogs. You don't have to be above, above 50% to be profitable. Because um, there's, I mean, you can bet against, you know, like if you take the Marlins, the Marlins were awful last year. Yeah. I bet on the Marlins almost every day last year. But their average, like, their average plus minus number was like, you know, 180, 160. So if you hit, you know, 42%, and you're getting 160, you still profit over the course of the season. Yeah. And that's one of the things you find value at is you find underdogs. There's just there it's a long season. They have a lot of money tied up in the season. They got a lot of variants or 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 up and ups and downs. Oh, yeah. You can get crushed in a day. Right. You can really get crushed. Whereas, you know, golf I find I do one day of research. You know, I pay attention all season long, but for the big tournaments, I do like an afternoon of research for them. I bet it in ten different ways. You know what I mean? And more often than not, I at least turn a small profit. And when I do hit, I hit huge. You know, yeah. Um, I just enjoy it more. I only enjoy gambling on base on, on golf. Now, come playoffs, I like to bet the baseball series. You know what I mean? Like I, I find that there's there's a lot of opportunities to make money in the series numbers. Um, but but again, like there's just so many games day in day out. It's volatile, volatile for sure. Do you think like on the NFL Sunday, if you have you know six bets and you get killed that day? You can do that every day in baseball. You can like, you can get killed every day exactly. in baseball. <laughs> exactly. You can also really do well in baseball every day. I mean, yeah. if you go on a streak. Like yesterday. Yesterday I killed it in baseball. Good. Well, I'm always rooting for you. And if uh, you're not here next week, we'll, we'll talk to you down the road. And I think that's about it. Unless you guys can think of anything else. I think that's it, man. All right, well, that was episode 30. Let me finish my drink here real quick. Cheers. Cheers. And the... Here's Bahama, the 30 more. The Baha- and the Bahama Mama cigar. If I'm going to smoke an infused cigar, this one's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not overwhelming. Yeah. It's not, like, in taste or smell. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you light up, like, sometimes, like, the cherry bomb one, yeah, yeah. I can tell across the lounge yeah. that somebody's smoking one of those, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or the acid. Yeah, some of those acid ones are just overbearing. Like, I just smell it. I don't know what it tastes like. I'm you know, not really into the, the infused cigars, but this one's not that bad at all. I could see um, it's 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 beachy. You know what I mean? If I had a boat, but yeah, this would go this would go well with a boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks to Bahama Mamas for sending us some cigars to smoke. Mm-hmm. Every uh, every cigar brand on the planet should follow suit and send us some cigars <laughs> to smoke. Um, and if you ever see the Bahama Mamas for sale at your local shop, you should grab a few because they they uh, yeah it's refreshing for an afternoon smoke. You know it's fine. If I am back, if it's not next week, sometime I don't know if I can get them in time, but I'm gonna get us some of the Ocho Cinco yeah. the I'm, yeah, I'm ready to try one. I want to try one too. I'm I follow him on Twitter, and he's I like the guy, and I'm just like, come on, like, I need get to him be to come like, in and do an episode. You know, come, come, come hang out with us for you know, do a podcast and smoke some cigars with him. You know, I saw him. Uh, it, I saw him on the. You see the flag football league. Yeah, I remember when they did it I, uh, last year, right? I remember yeah. seeing um, 
I think I just saw highlights, so I don't think I ever watched a game. Mm-hmm. But it was like the the team like won a million dollars or something to split across the, all the players something or something like ridiculous. That, yeah. 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 Well, but Ocho Cinco, uh, To was on there. Uh, Mike Vick was on there. It was it was interesting. Those are some those are some stellar flag football players. Yeah, elusive kind of guys. Yeah. Ocho plays for a, uh, a soccer team in Miami or in Florida somewhere. The my it's not the it's not an MLS team it's an NASL team or I, I don't know if he's on him still this year I think he played for him last season I think he I saw some clips of him on Twitter I think or he maybe is. he's playing for them this season and not last maybe, season yeah. or I don't know but I think it's the I think they call him the Miami Fusion but they play in Fort Lauderdale I sort of think like I think it's that team there's also a team called the Tampa Bay Rowdy or Tampa Bay something or other. Um, that's it. also in the NASL, but I think he's on the one in Miami. But again, they play in Fort Lauderdale. But um, Inter Miami is gonna is the new MLS team that starts next year. They're gonna be awesome. Um, really cool. Uh, <clears throat> really cool logo, uniforms, all that stuff. My buddy already got season tickets. I think there might even be a Coyo Taco location in the stadium when they build it. All nice. kinds of stuff. So yeah. All right. Well, that's episode thirty in the books at Bet Your Ash Pod on Twitter and on Instagram, and contact at betyourash.com if you want to email us. And you can look up Timmy Nebraska on Twitter or on Instagram, and you'll find him. And uh, yeah, here's the thirty more, and more than that, hundreds more. Very good. Yeah. Cool. Good talk. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com. Punto com para detalles.